Three things to expect when you are chosen by God. Matthew 22:14. For many are invited, but few are chosen. When God chooses us, we can expect to experience three things in our lives. These three things are trials, transformation, and triumph. Let us take a look at each of them and how God uses each of these to prepare us as we respond to His call. 1. Trials When God chooses us, we will face challenges and obstacles that are designed to test our faith and refine us. These challenges are meant to shape us into the image that God wants us to be or the image that He knows is fit for the assignment He is giving us. These trials and tests should not scare us or discourage us from responding to the call. They are designed to put us on the right path. James 1, 2-4 Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. It is perseverance through trials, hardships, and challenges that can make us mature and complete before the Lord. Those who easily give up cannot qualify for God's assignment. We must not lack any virtue that is vital in kingdom service. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 and 25 Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. The tests and trials are a form of strict training that God takes us through. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Sometimes the teaching, rebuking, correcting, and the training may come in form of tests and trials, but we should not despair because they are meant to equip us for good works in the kingdom of God. When we are chosen as God's vessels, we will face difficulties and hardships. But we must not be discouraged, for these trials are opportunities for us to grow in our faith. When Joseph was chosen by God, he faced many trials. He was betrayed by his brothers, sold into slavery, and thrown into prison, lied on, falsely accused. But Joseph did not lose heart. He trusted in God's plan for his life and was eventually elevated to a position of power and authority in Egypt. Similarly, when we are chosen by God, we will face trials, but we must trust in His plan for our lives and not lose heart. We must remain faithful to God and allow Him to use our trials for His glory. Joseph's faith stood trial. Joseph's faith was tested your faith will be tested. Your faith will go through fire. Your faith will go through the waters. 
your faith will stand trial. But one thing you need to know is that when you go through these trials, God does not send someone to help you. He shows up himself. And this is what we see in the Bible. God is a God who gets into situations with people. In the Bible, God gets into Red Seas. He gets into big fishes. He gets into lion's dens and dungeons. He gets into furnaces and fires. He gets into weddings and into funerals. That's what we see in the Bible. Even today, in the days we live in, we see God get into his people's situations, and we see him show up when it matters. He gets into bankrupt businesses and hospital rooms. He gets into broken homes and marriages. He gets into lives of those who are rejected and lost. Psalm 91, 15. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. This is God promising to answer the prayer of the one who loves him and the one who genuinely knows him. This is something about God during trials and tribulations that is unusual. It's as if God's presence becomes more real to us during trials than in any other time. Two, transformation. When we are chosen by God, he begins a work of transformation in our lives. He transforms us from the inside out, changing our hearts, our minds, and our attitudes. 2 Corinthians 3.18, New International Version. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. To serve, we must be transformed into the image of Christ. When Saul is chosen by God, he was transformed from a bitter and violent man into a faithful and gentle man. Saul was a murderer, but he was transformed into Paul, a great apostle and servant of God. Likewise, when we are chosen by God, he transforms every aspect of our lives. We become more like Christ and our lives are transformed by His love and grace. When you are chosen by God, you experience the new birth. To be born again, there is a visible transformation that takes place. I have seen men who had short tempers become the most meek and long-suffering men. The transformation of the new birth is something amazing to witness. To witness a man who has struggled with addiction or sin and then seeing them overcome it. Romans 5, 19-21 For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But when sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That, as sin hath reigned unto death, even so, might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. It is true and faultless that whosoever comes to God will not be cast away. You can come to God the way you are. He doesn't restrict anyone from coming to Him. However, you can only come to God the way you are. You cannot follow Him that same way. If you have come to God, He will have to strip you of your old self 
There is no one that ever comes to God without having the story of a changed life. The Bible says that even though sin entered the world through one man, Adam, because of disobedience, in the same way, by the righteousness of Christ, we are brought into God's righteousness. The power to walk victoriously over sin has been granted to us in Christ. That is the reason Paul said that where sin abounds, grace abounds in greater measure. As you offer your body a living sacrifice to God, according to the admonition of Paul in Romans 12.1, God will begin to work on you to the extent that your inner man will be strengthened to resist the sins that easily beset you before you came to Him. The nearer you get to God and the longer you stay with Him, the gradual your sinful nature will be dissolved. Every sin you have been struggling with for years will begin to lose their grip over your life. Your appetite for such sin will diminish in God's presence. This is a serious indication that God is working in your life. Your relationship with God and your propensity for sin are inversely related. That is, if your relationship with God increases, your propensity to sin will be reduced. But if your intimacy with God is on a low key, then your appetite for sin will skyrocket. Paul said something very profound in 1 Corinthians 15.31, which reads, I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord, I die daily. It's really great to ponder on the phrase, I die daily. This is the summary of the life of those God is working in their lives. They will keep from one level of perfection to the other. Every day they have something to repent from. I'm not talking about just a weakness that someone failed to discipline himself or herself about. But you see, the closer we get in our walk with God, the clearer we would see our faults. You just have to keep working on yourself as the Holy Spirit reveals you to you. Most important, when God is working in your life, you will be amazed at the way you get irritated by the same sinful habits you once enjoyed practicing. The strength to overcome the sins you have been struggling with will be released from above. The Bible says that out of the fullness of Christ, we have all received grace for grace. The grace of Christ becomes our stronghold against sin as God works in us. I wonder how people think the grace of God is a license to sin. The grace of God only strengthens the believers to live triumphantly above sin and not below the standard of God. 3. Triumph Finally, we can expect triumph when God selects us as His vessels of service. When we are chosen by God, we can expect to triumph over our trials and experience victory in our lives. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors through Christ. Romans 8.37 This means that we will overcome our trials and difficulties and be empowered to do great works through Christ. When David was chosen by God, he triumphed over all his trials and became the king of Israel. David faced many challenges and obstacles. But he trusted in God's plan for his life and triumphed in the end. In the same way, when we are chosen by God, 
we can expect to triumph over every hurdle that comes our way and experience victory in every aspect of our lives. We must trust in God's plan for our lives and allow Him to use our trials for His glory.